Hi, Sphere. Hi, Tom. <sighs> You're going to give me more stick, aren't you? No, actually. The joke's on you. I was actually fine. <laughs> so you finally accepted no, the No, no, I'm just not going to bring it up every time. Okay, fair enough. You brought it up this time. That's Because yeah, I was expecting and that's it. Because you. you've done it on pretty and much every single episode and that's on, up until and that's this on point. Your <laughs> lack of patience. Can I just do something? Um, in remember the other episode when we brought up like ASMR and we're Don't, talking about no. astrology club. No, can we not? I just wanted to say that this episode today is sponsored. Okay, it's not sponsored by Walker's Double Crunch. Oh my god! I did. <laughs> the new bold barbecue ribs available now in all good stores. What the hell? You had. You had that sitting waiting. Yeah, of course I was ready. So is that what you've been prepping for the last hour? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's been sitting on his laptop typing away and thinking he's been actually prepping for the podcast. But no, he's been prepping for that intro. Well, well done. We're all very, very proud of you. <laughs> Can we get on to the actual subject? Okay, so today's subject. <laughs> You're so happy with yes. yourself. And I have prepped a lot. Is that your excuse for just wanting to eat crisps through, during the podcast as well? No, 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 not during. I'm not going to oh, do it. Like, it's double crunch. That's too intense. It's not just single crunch. It's double crunch. Okay? Like, let's not... They're let's not. Even that nice. You just... They are amazing. I just okay, love that. Okay. Like, they're pip. Like, honestly, guys, try them out. Walkers. Max. Why? Come on, crunch. man. Really? Yeah. Aren't Bold fe- barbecue. Oh, my God. Well, that's because it's the only flavour. No, know, they so got cheese and onion as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But barbecue, yeah, it's... Sweet thing. Okay. Alright, anywho. If you want to fall for marketing, then yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Alright. So I, I think there's more crunch in a kettle chip. No, this is yeah, brutal, this is- but this is like actual savage. Like, you can tell the grooves are like double spaced for double crunch. I'd really like us to Yeah, let's move on. We'll, I can get... I'd I like can... to be... What was it that Terry Swift said? I'd like to be removed from this narrative. A narrative I never asked to be a part of. <laughs> that phrase uh, is popping up a lot like the narrative even Wiley was using it like I control the narrative to Stormzy last can we night. actually yeah. do a whole a whole episode on that actually, like can we what Grime that, yes uh, no can we that I've got so much to say on that you know <sighs> the way he's popping off he needs to have a sit down yeah it's not good it's not a good look anywho today's oh episode oh my god no you probably uh, triggered me you know <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna get on this or not what a numpty he's <laughs> acting like okay come on okay so today's episode um what's it about tom it's so we wrote this down months ago because we got like a master yes, list we did. so don't think that these are random like coincidences so, yeah but sometimes they aren't because we have we've got this list and then we say when we actually come around to, to you know recording something we look at the list and sometimes we're just oh, really not feeling any of these yeah and then we come and then, up with and something. Then something yeah something will pop up but this this is one we've been putting off to be fair yeah and i saw it and i was like intrigued by it and i thought you know what let's go for it and i'm glad i know you're complaining that i sat down here for like an hour and a half <laughs> writing up notes but i am so glad that i've done it's this like, because just give me 30 minutes i just need to jot some thoughts down <laughs> <laughs> and then like <laughs> literally an hour and a half i've eaten dinner in that time like <laughs> anyway yeah no I, honestly i'm so glad that i've done this because 
I feel like I've stumbled upon um, a revelation which I'm looking forward to sharing with mm-hmm. you today and everybody else that's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and also as well, I, I really felt like we would have just skimmed through this and just like not even touched the surface of what could potentially be spoken about here. And I also just don't, it dawned on me that the type, the it's in the title, so someone's clicking on to listen. Yeah, yeah, they know we're going to be talking about hustle culture. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That would be like, I don't know. Preempting Pre- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> <just> <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> <drum roll. laughs> but yeah, no, so today we're going to talk about hustle culture. And before I get into the good stuff, and I've got so many different like mm-hmm. angles. On I'm there. just going to let you take the reins on this Like, one. so for example, no I just want to see your reaction to the name of, um, to this person's name, mm-hmm. Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We're gonna bring him into this. Are we? Do we Another have to? person. I'm just gonna see your face, Gary V. Okay. Yeah. One more. Look at me. <laughs> Why? You like want me to be in pain? No, no. I got two more. Go Another on. person. Let's mm-hmm. just gauge in your reaction. Casey Neistat. Yeah, but well, come on. Wait, we're wait, just. Wait. We keep bloody talking about him. No, 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 no. And then, okay, here, this one's gonna shock you. Mm. Matt Diavella. Jeez. Oh, Another guy we brought up, man. Another one as well. Dumb. Wheezy Walter. Okay, it's Wheezy Waiter. Firstly, what? secondly, <laughs> secondly, where where are the where are the women in this lineup? Sarah Dicci. No, she was she just got famous by popping off about Casey Neistat and mocking him in a video. Anywho, look. Okay, oh let's God. get into this. Trust me. I I put you onto her, man. No, I'm not. I don't. Okay, let's not. Let's not fall can we, out can just Can we not yet. bring up a bunch of people? Can we not? No, no. It's, I promise them? you, it's not all strictly about people. But and how lovely they are, and yeah. how how wonderful they work, and oh, aren't they just yeah, such great sure. hustlers? Right, they like you... to hustle, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Privilege is gonna be in this as well, by the way. Okay. Be, okay. I mean, I've known something about that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Let's let's, let's kick this off. So just What an intro. Let's get personal. Let's start with ourselves. Um, okay. What is your earliest memory of hustling or if you ever hustled? Well, why don't you answer that first? Because I haven't thought of uh I don't know. I need to think about that. My earliest earliest memory. Yeah, like of like working hard and feeling like you have to prove yourself and like be driven and all of that jazz. It's not really a memory as such. It's more just like how we were raised. So we, mm. so like quite honestly, my dad wasn't around much, not because he was deadbeat, but because he was always working. Yeah. He was always working. Would come home at 2, 3 a.m. Yeah. Most days, most days, 18 hour shifts. That's just, that's just what it's like. And we knew that he wasn't just working like our friend's dads. Yeah. He was hustling. Like it was a different level. Yeah. Um, and then my mum and then we would just see her juggle that all the time mm. just being able to like if I think of like who are the two most work, hard working people I, I could think of like and it's not even just like fluffing it up like yeah. truly it's those two human beings yeah because I think there's just this mentality or this this um this kind of instinct or natural inclination to to work hard mm-hmm. and that's that's not always in somebody you either have it or you don't yeah um so like she she just i could always just see like her trying to balance and doing it incredibly well like yeah. the working full time 
Um, and then, you know, coming home, cooking for us, doing, you know, whatever. At one point she had three jobs and that was just to like keep, keep shit running. Yeah. Like, yeah, madness. Yeah, I was going to ask, how do you think that's sort of like impacted and had an effect on your own personal work ethic? That I've had to cu- try to cultivate a work-life balance. Yeah, what's your opinion and your feeling like, of Like, there's of working hustling, and then yeah. there's hustling in my mind. Yeah, go on, explain a bit more. I don't know, just that hustling's like working in overdrive. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's going above and beyond. Either because the workplace or the organisation has required that of you and that's perhaps not fair or yeah. it's based on un- you know, unfair terms or that's just your natural inclination to do that. Um, probably likely if you're owning a business and you want to see growth yeah, or, yeah. You wanna, or you're working towards a target or an incentive. But so what basically, when I've been doing this research, um, research, research, oh, now, now I've just made the word feel weird. Um, <laughs> when I've been they, doing, both, they both matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I've been doing this, like, so essentially I've come across those two camps well, three camps. The third camp is a small camp. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got like the people that are pro and the people that are anti. And the people that are pro hustling and whatnot, um, like they basically point towards like it builds like strength, it builds character, it builds that self discipline, it builds like mm-hmm. a sense of self worth. Um, knowing that you are able to go to such extreme lengths and that you are able to like achieve under those circumstances. Um, and like for some people as well it's like they feel like they just don't have an option because if they're broke like and they've just had their stuff like repossessed or if they've gone through financial troubles and worries and stuff like the attraction of being able to hustle like using it as a vehicle as like your way out is like something that's really really quite strong Mm -hmm. and they're like um basically i'm now just outlining the arguments to you Mm -hmm. that i've come across um so when they see people basically talking about like the mental health aspects and whatnot they just see it as like a sacrifice that needed to be done in order to get themselves out of it so they will say like i'm going to work hard for two years so that i don't have to do it for like 30 years or so Mm -hmm. um and then i'm just thinking about what you're saying in terms of like um your parents were doing it because they had like a put they wasn't just doing it for fun yeah like i'm trying to get more money so we can like buy our kids ready for it wasn't no, it was just to be able to give us a, you know, yeah, com- a comfortable. We didn't, we didn't ever worry f- about anything. Um, but then it, I guess the, I don't know, like if they. I'm I'm not sure about the. The strength building. I guess. If you're, if you don't have a choice, does that change? Does that change things almost? Yeah. It's like, I don't think. I think these people you're referencing they have a choice they can decide if they want to just go stack shelves at a supermarket yeah. or if they you know want to i don't know buy stocks in fucking facebook that's uh, their that, choice. yeah you've touched on the other but group. like my mum didn't have a choice yeah so i don't i don't know i'm not i'm not i'm not about to listen to these bobos man <laughs> why do you no, think they're just... bobos like like talk, speak your truth why so people's that like, that I, gone. I don't know. And I'm in pot. By the way, I'm I'm very much impartial in this. Like I don't have any specific um horse in this race. No, like, neither do I, I particularly. I like, just feel like. So like, I am they're, very they're, open uh, in this. But like advocates of hustling, it's like it's contextual. So if you're 
put it this way, if I come up with an idea for a business and the way for me to to get any return on investment or see growth in customers or see potential or get or get in buy-in from investors, if if to get to that point I need to put in forty plus hours extra on top of my job, mm. my nine to five job, and I feel like that is worth it to me. That's hustling. Let me hustle. Let mm. me put in the, those extra hours. After work, I'll be doing this. On the weekends, I'll be doing this until I get to where I need to be. That's what they're referencing. They're referencing achieving your dreams and being able to, you know, do whatever it takes to get that, whether it's, uh, you know, working outside of your nine to five, whether it's quitting your nine to five and putting all your eggs in this basket, whatever their approach is, fair enough. But if you don't have a choice, then I don't want to, it, it's just different. Like hustling's not, it's not like something to be like proud of in the sense of I'm a superior human being. It's just, it needs to get done. If I don't do this 18 hour shift, my kids won't eat. Yeah. So I, I can't, you can't put those two things in the same box, I don't feel. No, and also as well, like just two things, like so some, a lot of people do use it to flex, like, oh, look how tired I am. Look how many hours I've done today. Mm-hmm. Um, like just overexerting themselves just so that they can almost pretty much show off. It's like somebody yeah. pulling up in like a Ferrari or a McLaren but or something. But maybe it's because... So I know Gary V, for example. So he he comes from immigrant parents. Yeah. Work. They worked really hard, and he saw the value in that. Fair enough. But there's other there's other people that. I don't know what struggles you went through. If so, you've like you've now taken this as your this is your struggle. This yeah. is the thing that that is going to challenge your character and is gonna what what you were saying about building strength and building up resilience like this if adding 20 more hours a week of working to your calendar is gonna help you do that fill your boots but for people that have actually dealt with real struggle migrating to another country yeah having we can go into all the different cases of what can make someone's life more difficult like it's all very well for people to spout off you know these these sort of ideals about you know i'm gonna have my character tested and i'm gonna come out you know yeah and i'm gonna give myself a nice little pat on the back because it's so <laughs> special like no like likes. but if pe- people that actually don't have a choice i'm sure they would take an easier option to spend more time with their kids to have a work-life balance to be able to take care of their own mental health but when you're in that situation you don't and you don't have a choice you do whatever it takes and you think about you think about the impact later you think about or you don't even give your, cha- your yourself a chance to think about what impact it's having on your mental health you are just trying to put food on the table also building on that um so one thing i came across this is a comment on one of the videos that i did research on um basically the guy was saying that the work um the workplace is not a meritocracy anymore so for example if you are somebody say for your friend if uh say for example if you're in an office based environment sometimes working hard and burning yourself out is not like the right way to approach things yeah and quality over quantity yeah and Mm -hmm. also as well it's like you're overextending yourself you're setting a benchmark that people are going to expect of you from that point onwards Mm -hmm. like the like for example if i'm say for example i'm at work i have to do like 20 i decide to randomly one day that i'm going to do 20 edits in one day Mm -hmm. people are always going to expect me now to do 20 edits in one day and yes i have the capacity yeah exactly 
I have the capacity maybe to be able to do that. But then, but at what cost? Yeah, exactly. And all of that. So me thinking, all right, yeah, I'm going to hustle hard. But then you're actually just setting yourself up for failure in those circumstances. Right, but I want to take it back to you. So what, what did, how did you come to understand hustle culture or hustling in your, when you were growing up? What was your understanding of that? Uh, so I've, well, obviously I, I feel like I have similar experiences with you because my dad was pretty much just working all of the time as oh, well. Yeah. Um, and he was to the point where he would do his day job plus then do private jobs as well afterwards because he oh, was an wow, electrician. Yeah. Um, and then and bear in mind his day job, um, and this is probably why I don't feel any type of way about traveling long distances um, all around. Because he would literally, um, do you remember this um, furniture shop called, was it Quartz or something like that back in mm-hmm. the day? Uh, it was like a <laughs> DFS type situation. Okay. So um, his company had a contract for that furniture store. Um that's a proper throwback. I want to see if they have an ad or something. They probably got a cheesy jingle or whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. So he would literally get a call the night before, and they will be like, "Yeah, can you go to the store in Doncaster? Could you go to the store in Swansea? Could you go to the mm. store in Edinburgh? Could you go like?" And he would have to drive all around the country to all of these places. There will be days where, like, say, for example, if I'm off from school, like, half term, I will be like, oh, Dad, could I go with you? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and it was cool as well because I'd get to, like, because I have quite the geographical brain. I'd look at the map and I'd help him get up there. This was before the days of sat-nav on the phone. Like, mm-hmm. we were talking, like, Nokia 3310 days. There wasn't no Google. Yeah, there was no mm-hmm. Google Maps on on the phone and whatnot it was the big atlas with like mm-hmm. great britain and northern island whatever um yeah yeah so we'd go like to all of these places and i would basically have a first-hand account of seeing this man get up at like four or five in the morning mm-hmm. drive to some random place mm. just to do something that maybe takes like no longer than like an hour or two and then have to like sometimes you'd have to drive to like three or four cities in one day mm. um but okay so then yeah i had that experience of hustling plus all of his private jobs um that he would do um then when i got into school i feel like that's when i really felt like the whole hustle culture type thing um so even though i went to like a really bad school and um yeah i went to like a really tough school people were like still ambitious and they wanted to do well and that was like you would basically get ridiculed if you didn't do well mm-hmm. like you were seen You're as a failure to, yeah like, get, find your way out of the situation yeah exactly yeah and obviously i'm with i'm in a class with people from um deprived backgrounds as well themselves as well and then for example there'll be this whole thing of like oh i'm in top set and then there was like intermediate then there was like the bottoms the normal sets and then mm-hmm. there was like the troubled like bad set mm-hmm. so initially when i started in school i was in the very bad set i don't know why they put me there but mm-hmm. And then I worked my way up, got to the top set, like with all the smart kids and stuff. And then I really like, I hated it at the time, but I now I look back on it and I'm actually really fond of the system. So what would happen is in my school is like, you'd get to the end of the year, like, so say like June, July, mm-hmm. and then you'd find out if you've kept your place in the top set or if you've been bumped down. So it right. was like a football relegation. Yeah. Sure. 
So we'd lose every every year. We'd lose like maybe lose some comrades. Yeah, you'd lose like maybe ten to like ten to like around ten people would go would be dropped down, and then some Another people would come up. up. Yeah, and it was honestly it was like a football league type situation. Like you had to make sure you kept your place, otherwise you get dropped from the squad, and then oh uh, <laughs> you get sent to the reserves or whatever. Um, so yeah like I've always had it in me from then like this sense of like being competitive and like be comp- like um, yeah just striving and then it carried on in college um, carried on in uni and then in uni when I got there obviously I knew in order to be in my industry you needed to work really hard I didn't have any like connections and whatnot yeah no network yeah so I had to do extra work tons of running work um, building up my camera skills investing in my own equipment um and then all all whilst this is going on like there's this backdrop like the music i'm listening to like everybody's really ambitious like Mm. talking about racks and like stacking and um and then like youtube (laughs) comes along and then you get all of these like gary v types and whatnot and basically i've always had this like hustle hard like i'll never forget always um, say that too yeah no because it comes from um (laughs) Yeah, you do, like, people that know me do know that I say that a lot because it comes from Young Jeezy or Jeezy now, is it? Because he, he's, he's a retired, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that album? Fug, uh, Fug Motivation 101. Um, like, that album was, like, the first three tracks he's just talking about, like, working hard and cooking up crack in the kitchen and, like... Oh, my God, oh, <laughs> Tom! <laughs> obviously, my young mind, I didn't know what he was talking about. And he'd call himself the snowman. And then, like, oh I saw, like, this diamond pendant you? with... I must have been, like, 16. So, like, oh I... My God. I was young and innocent. So, yeah, I think 16, 17. It was around college time. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd have this, <laughs> like... I didn't know what that snowman meant. Obviously, I know now mm-hmm. what the snowman is about. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then, obviously, 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. Damn. Like, um... Who, who else like there was that whole bling rap era as well with like jay-z big pimping mm-hmm. um uh, ti 24s so you're, you're seeing like these people coming from similar backgrounds yeah rise up and then you're and then you've just come from school and college and the same sort of mentality of like we're not going to be one of them ones so yeah exactly stuff. yeah we're going to be one of those that thrives. Yeah, Okay. pretty much. So, so you're listening to all this music, but it's perpetuating the same yeah. message. And everything I'm seeing is like, like everything all around me, like for good or for ill is like at that time was like trying to like push me forward. And then you have that yeah. whole thing of like, you're black, so you have to like work twice as hard or. No, don't like, just skip past that. For everyone <coughs> that's not black, what does that mean? No, so obviously you were told that as a kid. Yeah, so yeah, I was told that as a kid from the jump. Like even aunties and uncles, like just yeah, you have to work hard. Like it's don't expect it's not easy for black people in Mm. this country. Um, Just like the usual from from elders. Yeah, yeah, from elders. Yeah, easy for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like so, I've always had that in the background. It's not always in the forefront of my mind, but I it's there in my subconscious. Um, Yeah, just. I felt like I've been tuned to like want to just mm-hmm. like it's thrive or die like you yeah. or do or die like even yeah that's another one um NERD fly or die was all right all right now it's just a do you get Tom's what I'm saying <laughs> we will release the playlist later <laughs> also as well you know what the the anti I still want to talk about hustling but the anti hustling people yeah 
you know what their their main thing that they're pushing is that we've all probably come across the whole minimalist thing um movement oh right okay do you get what i'm like, at first i didn't think the two things were linked but they actually are because i feel like one is the they're like the opposite ends of each other but they ha- share the same hallmarks whereas they're both trendy like this whole mary con uh what's her name mary condo yeah. situation um and like it's it's seen as like a thing of um like you're in a privileged position where you can think about oh my i'm not going to think about what i'm going to gain i'm going to be thinking about what i can lose yeah what i can mm-hmm. lose because to, i can to... afford to lose it so yes. to speak um that's also as um that's not taking away from the people that are like realize that look my financial means can only take me so far so it, it works well for me to like live in a van or something like um yeah, yeah i'm yeah, not yeah. talking about those people yeah. but there is definitely like or just people living within their means that don't feel the need to buy yeah you know a shit ton of dvds if they don't have you know if they don't need to yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah there is definitely like an air of like i don't know like not privilege privilege feels like the wrong word but like it's coming from a totally different place but like i said like it depends on what you mean by hustling because hmm. if hustling is to get one more gold chain then yeah like minimalism yeah, no, has a place that, in the world <laughs> yeah of you know countering that but if you're hustling because you need to put food on the table no one can tell you shit yeah like, it's just not it's not in the same ballpark and i feel like you need to sort of keep it keep it separate because if you're hustling just to acquire more things you need to actually question why you feel you need those things what is it doing for you what is it filling up in you Mm. that you you feel can't be filled up any other way often we acquire material possessions because we need to fill something in ourselves our our lack of self-confidence or um our loneliness um you know self-esteem you know generally um, feeling like we're comparing ourselves to other people so if we get the 60 inch telly that that will make us feel like we're doing okay in the benchmark of life yeah and minimalism has a place in saying if you took those things away what, what are you left with and are you okay with yourself when yeah. you take those things away but also you i think maybe there's a maybe some link in terms of hus- like hustling and hoarding of like feeling like you need to keep all these things you you're required. trying to gain you're trying to like attain and get as well, much you're as you to can keep yeah. everything because you, it symbolized how hard you worked yeah and and this this object tells the world that you worked hard and that you deserve this even if it's a baseball that you don't you've never used you don't need even if it's an old candle that's already burnt through the, the idea of getting rid of it is so jarring to a lot of people. I mean, hoarding's a thing, isn't it? But yeah. maybe there's just that kind of, well, I worked hard for it. I deserve to have this, even if it's taking up an entire room of your house. And I feel like that brings me on to the next point I'd like to make, which is like, and it's where I feel like I'm approaching. Like, don't get me wrong, there's still some hard work that I feel like I need to actually do. Like, in like terms get of, rid of that shirt that I've never no, seen. No, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't even know of, if it suits you. I actually don't know if it's your color either. Like, you've never liked that color of blue. Like, you've never liked that shade of blue. So, like, why wear it? I'm not talking about this. Do you about know this. what I mean? I'm though. not talking about this shirt. Yeah, well, let, let's, getting, talk, let's, let's set up another episode about your shirt. getting hung up on the shirt. Let's talk about your shirt. But, yeah, no, <laughs> but basically, so I feel like, okay, there's the whole people, um, you get swept up in hustle culture, working hard burning yourself out doing tons of hours and stuff but then i feel like there comes a point where like as as we're 
pretty much alluding to where it becomes a bit counterproductive mm-hmm. um which then then leads you into like starting to having to consider like minimalism and which seems like the next natural phase and stuff yeah like i have too many things yeah because I I, now I've, I've, yeah. I've arrived i don't need to <laughs> yeah. to to do all of this stuff anymore and maybe this is, that fifth watch isn't necessary yeah, yeah and it's just making me i feel like some people are good at realizing that okay i need to slow down now and then others are not yes um Slow down and is one thing though, but I don't think minimalism slowing down. I think it's just a change of approach. I think yeah. you don't. It, it doesn't also. Rely, I don't think you might disagree, but I don't think it relies on income. Yeah. I don't. I actually don't think it's it's the antithesis of hustling, either. I think actually, if you have a clean environment where there's like basically minimal distraction, mm. it opens you up to hustle more. If anything. The only reason why I came at that is because I, mean? I just felt like the um the people that were decrying um hustle culture came across as like straight that they came from the from like the school of minimalism Mm. and then the people that are pro like basically like if you go online and go on youtube like it seems like the the two camps are kind of like are set up that's why i I brought the two up and like like like, feel free to like check it out for yourself ultimately if you were to ask me Um, wow okay (laughs) if you were to ask me like objectively what i think the right answer is obviously it's our good old friend nuance which is take a bit of both and like use it like like use some of the things for minimalism and like self-care and stuff and like incorporate that into having a hard work ethic and blah 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 and all this and that Mm. but anywho coming back to the point i actually wanted to make which is like this point where you realize that actually no you need to slow down and like I feel like lately, like we've been coming across so many like YouTubers that have been burning out, and I feel that's like a good point. yeah, and I feel like that's like the um if if you ever needed like a poster child or like a case study for why all out hustling is just not sustainable long term. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; it can get you somewhere if you like yeah um if you stick with it for like a short and like a short period of time. But you can't, I don't feel like you can do it for a long, like even that Linus Tech Tips guy, like he's the last person in the world that I thought. I have no idea who you're talking um, about. The tech, the, um, oh, there's a tech yeah, YouTuber. Yeah, the tech YouTuber. Who was like, kind of Yeah, he was YouTube. crying and also like, he, like he was, I, I, even I felt really cut up for him, like when he was explaining. We're not giving context, Tom. No, but You're acting like everyone watches YouTube. Basically, a bunch of people on YouTube who obviously have created a career for themselves, they're now self-employed they get paid by google ads yeah. so youtube has ads and then they get a, re- a sort of a cut of that revenue and they've had to work hard to get to that position so as well these like, youtubers typically have been around for a sort of 10 years ish because they've built up an audience but if you or i for example were to set up a youtube channel we probably wouldn't get very much traction for at least five years yeah so these people are like big bucks they do sponsored posts which can get like 30k like cash per mm-hmm. post um even more than that sometimes and what we've seen in the last six months to a year is a lot of youtubers who obviously have a uh, kind of loyal crazy following work ethic as well and and crazy work ethic if they're if they're releasing videos twice a week that's shooting editing or like producing arranging different shoots or characters or active you know it depends on the on the thing anyway but that's basically a full-time job and they also do a bunch of stuff on top of that and a lot of these people are basically saying i need to take a break i've 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 thought long and hard about this and i've it's just not fun anymore because a lot of people start youtube 
as a side hustle, as yeah. like a fun hobby, and then it becomes this amazing opportunity. They do it. They then it turns on them in some way. They get overwhelmed and they basically put all this pressure on themselves. And this is the one thing I did look at before recording. Mm. Um, was this Forbes article by someone I can't remember. I'm really bad at this. Um, who was basically saying that this notion that you are, if you're expected to sort of hustle for the man and like always like engage in the rat race and that entrepreneurship is the key to your freedom in some way mm. it often actually isn't yeah because you are now solely responsible for your own income um you don't have stability you don't get maternity leave for yeah example. you don't get to take time off you don't get to take time off um and you are also constantly putting this pressure on yourself to work because for you if you in your mind if you're not doing that then no one else is going to do it for you the this the boat starts to sink if you're mm. not steering it kind of thing it's um, a huge level of responsibility that i feel people don't really take, don't, into, yeah, account, don't take right? into consideration so this sort of i guess hustling thing i've i've seen a lot of that kind of burnout actually happen with entrepreneurs with yeah. with, with people that own their own businesses um, not just YouTubers, there's a celebrity hairstylist that I've recently um, started following. She's just really like funny, cute little gal. But she was hospitalised last year for a... She collapsed at work because she oh, was crap. doing so many yeah. bookings and appointments and fashion weeks and um, she was constantly hustling. And she really bought into hustle porn, she calls yeah. it. Like, she really bought into it. She really felt like if she wasn't at the forefront of this, if she wasn't doing absolutely everything she could, she would suffer, her work would suffer, her income would suffer. And she collapsed and had mad anxiety and uh, all kinds of like health issues because of it. And she's in the last 18 months really stripped everything back. Yeah. And has delegated a lot of stuff to other people. Um, she has two businesses that she was running alongside her actual hairstyling mm. and stuff. So she's sort of taken a step back from hairstyling and she's working on, you know, blah, blah, blah. But basically that it's not being able to work for yourself has a level of freedom, but it also can entrap you in more pressure. And yeah. more. if you don't come correct to that kind of arrangement, like if you don't know who you truly are and what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do and what your boundaries are, and you're going to this blind, like I'm just going to be X, Y, Z and mm. I'm going to do whatever it takes the amount of pressure that that entails without sort of understanding. Also as well, the stress and impact on your body and like yeah, the so sicknesses that you... Yeah, mad physical illness Yeah, the sicknesses you must be opening yourself up to. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, it's all good up to a point, but it's not sustainable, no. like, long-term. Like, you can't have that ethic and just think it's going to, like, get you across the finish line. But this is why line. I take like, yeah. issue with people like Casey Neistat Gary Vee, but then even who say yeah. who tell who advise people if you want to get to where you need to get to have less don't sleep don't sleep but just on that like like the reason why i wanted to talk about youtubers and stuff and like the burning out is because casey's now stopped like um producing videos all of the time he's because remember the big move from new york to la like yeah, again talking yeah. without context tom not everyone knows who casey neistat is point is is that there's these people online who perpetuate that message and fair enough if he's now suffering from that from his own message yeah. and has stripped stuff back but there's still people like gary v and casey who perpetuate that notion that if you want to they how many videos have we seen he's casey nice has a tattoo on his arm says do more 
Like he literally. Well, he's doing less right now. <laughs> but he has another one that's like, what is it? Like always, always closing. Like always closing the deal. Close the deal. Like he. That's just what they feel. And now they're, you know, Casey's now yeah. suffering at the hands of his own advice. But they give these teenage, like kids, advice. Like these kids that have dreams about doing X, Y, Z, and they're telling them, "Don't sleep." just keep going, do whatever it takes. I mean, that's so unhealthy. Mm. And that's why I feel like we, I guess our generation are maybe have not been as subjected to that kind of message. But I worry for these kids that think that like these, let's face it, like very, um, what's the word, special, ex- they're the exception. They're yeah. the exceptional they're people. Not the they're rule, not, they're yeah. not the rule. They're yeah. not everyone else that just has a job and like, and is pretty okay Because how many that. people are out here grinding, trying to make things happen? Like, and and, not and that's not to through. say that you shouldn't try, but like, it's just, no, and yeah, the numbers are not healthy. you believe in, then you shouldn't, or if it's a labor of love like i'm thinking of musicians that like produce music and that could stay in the studio all night like i get that yeah 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 basically if it's something that doesn't feel like work then keep going like do you but if you're striving and also if you're striving for something and you really believe in it then far enough but i just feel like that message is is potentially really harmful but i also feel like yes i wasn't a teenage kid listening to that kind of crap on instagram i didn't have instagram when i was a teenage kid but it's it's hard not to still be impacted by that now like as a it's 20 yeah you see it on insta someone in my late 20s who is always looking at that and i'm and then i guess when you get to this sort of age you start seeing like other 20 somethings who are like mad successful they've got i don't know like celebs or they've got these like you know these crazy businesses you, you hear stories about mark zuckerberg and all these kinds of people yeah. that like you know have created a completely different life um and th- i don't know there's just sort of i guess like a level of um insecurity of is is it enough to just go to a job and like be happy with that and then come home or uh, are you not fulfilling your like true potential um is there you know is there some is there an idea that you haven't that you you know haven't given a shot or is is there something that you feel like would you would love it to be your job but you haven't taken the steps to do it or whatever i feel like there's some positives in the sense of if you're seeing other people fulfill their potential or achieve their dreams and it forces you to sort of have a conversation with your with yourself around am i doing everything i want to do in life am i you know fulfilling everything i need to fulfill um do you know do i feel whole does this job make me really happy and if it doesn't then that's an important conversation to have with yourself about why that is and yeah. what you can do differently so there's you know definitely value in questioning what your what your purpose is in that sense you're trying to be effective as well but the other yeah. side of it is like to what end like because even people that are following their dreams as we've just said they've got they've got a job that is creating content online people love them they love creating the content and yet they still have burnout and mm. yet they still have pressure so you know there is you can't hustle hard in one specific area and think that it's gonna lead to like because work at the end of the day is just one part of your life it's not that's the what i'm trying to say or, it's yeah. like this this kind of idea of i it's important to be honest with yourself about okay do i really does this job make me like really frustrated am i really not happy 
do I dread going to work every day? If the answer is yes, then you need to analyse what you can do differently. Um, but the other side of it is, I don't know, and I don't think I've ever really believed that that hustling is going to be the key to my happiness. Mm. So it's hard to sort of see those messages and start to question, like, well, am I wrong for feeling that way? Or am I, would it just be all right if I, um, I can't afford to buy a house in the next 10 years? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like this kind of like acquiring of, of stuff to just say to everyone else that you've acquired it. Mm. You know, like we, you and I talk a lot about, um, what home ownership home ownership like whether that's actually is that something that we want to do because we really want to do that and that matters to us a lot or is or it just keeping up with the joneses is it keeping up with the joneses is it something that we feel really insecure about that if we didn't do it we would somehow be failing our lives or failing our children or you know not doing what's meant meant we're meant to be doing the lengths people go to just to say that they own a home is is really shocking at times it's really jarring for me that's the, actually a really the, the, good the example willing... actually because people like i think yeah you're, you're onto something there because i feel like people break their backs just to get that little five percent just to get five percent ten percent deposit and they've got a really high mortgage now that they've got to pay for and they can't really host anyone there because they're busy working what are you doing it and for? all the additional costs as well like for example all the admin and whatnot like yeah. and and yeah you like people would have as you said but then at the same time I'm thinking okay well I don't okay so if I don't want to subscribe to that but then I don't want to be at the yeah so I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck but I don't know if if you're not striving for something so if you're not if you don't save up for a deposit for a house fair enough but what you need to figure out what it is that you do want to strive for because I do think there's value in creating a, a, a life for yourself a good life for yourself for your future um but it might just not look like the one that you were told was mm. a good life so it might mean that we're saving up for not a deposit but to travel for two yeah. years or um i don't know to buy a really nice car like whatever that looks like for you just that there is there is value in, in hustling for something or, or having a goal in mind if that goal is what truly makes you happy not what society or your family tells you is is worthy because i really do go back and forth on like that whole homeowner thing like basically i feel like um just because you may not necessarily need to like have that super eccentric hustle energy and whatnot that's been mm-hmm. sold to us that doesn't mean that you can't still have your like ambitions and as you said like your goals and stuff it's just you just need to rethink what's the best way of being able to get there and i feel like it as going back to what i said earlier is about that nuance and like building a nuance that works for you mm-hmm. rather than the nuance that's dictated for you so got people selling to you like 100 percent all out self-deprecating work hard like super hardcore but Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily like the answer the answer could be okay i'm gonna take 50 percent of that it during this time and this time and then the other like times is i'm gonna relax so because i know that that's gonna refuel me so that i can yeah yeah exactly and i just and that, again as well that has no bearing on whether or not you are ambitious or not like i'm sure most people are like they've got things that they would like to do 
um, it's just like going back to the housing thing um, let the house be a blessing not a curse because mm. if you rush into it yeah by all means it can be a curse but mm. if you go into it with your eyes wide open and like have vision and like that for like really afford it through I think people just need to not um, don't just blindly accept or be dictated to by society and culture like actually think what what's your, best or for your, your peers man yeah or your peers just yeah. seeing seemingly moving very swiftly through life you know with all of these sort of checks checks milestones you know but massive legs up from their privilege mm. and just struggling with that like feeling like that was never going to be open to me because I don't come from that life but I've since come to understand we I don't know I don't know where I saw this but just the fact that like our obviously our pension age is going to increase um house prices are higher than it ever ever been but income is not meeting up with those standards um there's there's just sort of those unmet expectations that we have like we're kind of told that we're entitled and that we expect the world to come to us um you're basically pointing to the fact that like the society and market conditions are not it's basically it's not just down to how hard you've worked or not it's it's also like a massive failing and like it's like right now the market and society is not necessarily equipped for as many people to succeed as possible it's like the bar is like even even higher than what it was for previous generations like there is an influx of people leaving london because it is ridiculous here yeah so there is an argument to say well you know you're trying to make it in a city that doesn't want you to make it yeah but so but the, the idea that you are supposed to because the the kind of world we're in now is not conducive to our success I used to really be judgmental of that whole thing of, you know, getting a leg up from your parents. But now I realise, like, if my parents had that, I would take it. No questions asked. Would you do it for your own kids? Yes, exactly. Because in this this environment where it's... Where you're basically up against it, you're not... You just have to find your way. Like, if... The idea that you just have to do your best because the environment you're in is not really designed to help you or support you. And when you seemingly do all the right things, you check off all the tick boxes, you know, getting an education, getting a job, now doing the job and, you know, doing your thing, it's still it's still really hard to try and make a really good life for yourself. Society is um, not meritocratic. Yeah. Like, but then I go back to, well... The leg up for what for a house? Did I want? Do I want the house, or am I just? Do I just think I want the house? So there's a bit of that as well, and also just the idea that people that do do those things, I can't guarantee that they're happy with themselves and they can sleep at night and they feel like a, a whole human being because no, they now have a house. I think a lot of people, you know, you are going through whatever you're going through and things and ticking off those those check boxes can be what it takes for you to feel like you're doing all right in the world and that can make you feel better about yourself because you're not very secure without those things so there's a bit of like i don't know i was gonna say debate around that jokingly or not like of course everybody pretty much wants a house i think the real question here is at what cost (laughs) (laughs) 
and what level of resource do you have available to be able to fund that desire to have the house and is it a good enough is yeah. it a, a a wise decision in the in the grand scheme of things but yeah it's just yeah i feel like it's kind of um how can i put it i keep i'm now really stuck on this whole thought of it it's not necessarily all on you mm. like just but i feel like people take it on themselves to rectify the situation when as if to say they are responsible for the situation that they find themselves well, we're in. also told we are so yeah. we're the entitled millennials and we're you know full of shit and we don't know how to work hard apparently and we don't know how to yeah. do anything apparently there's this sense of like oh no i've not done work so i need to work really hard to like now put myself in a better position it's a it's and that's on capitalism yeah it's a <laughs> double-edged yeah. i'm not trying to uh, no, advocate but socialism true, right? but but what i will say which i've i've kind of understood or come to understand about myself is and this might apply to others is that the the kind of need to hustle or that that feeling however strong that is for you for me I associate that with insecurity. Yeah. So I. Like the Kevin Hart I actually, situation. I actually try to challenge those thoughts if they do crop up. Yeah. Because what I come to understand is that if I feel like I need to work till really late tonight, is that because I feel like the work is really valuable and I'm really enjoying it? Or is it because if I don't do it, I'll feel like I've disappointed somebody or that I'm not good enough because I'm not, I don't work as efficiently and I didn't manage to get it done in three hours when it should take five. You know, that kind of un- mentality of I'm, I'm supposed to prove it to myself or prove it to somebody else, whether that's my boss, my parents, my friendship group, that I'm really hardworking and I've created something for myself or, I, or I'm this kind of person at work oh she's a really hard worker or she's a team player or you know whatever those those values are that you think are so important but you're doing yourself a disservice by putting yourself in situations that you don't need to put yourself in like working to the bone when you don't when seemingly you don't really need to you're just it's just this kind of perception that if you don't do it you're somehow lacking Mm. and that's something i try to challenge and i have challenged um in the past so I've been really sort of not subservient but if someone at work or a colleague or whatever said oh you know could you do me a favor could you I'm like yes absolutely like I'm just like yeah 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 I'll definitely do that like I'll help you or whatever even if it doesn't take it, it's not as important as the thing I'm currently doing I've actually got a deadline or this work actually matters to me but I drop it to, to help somebody else because I want to appear to be a hard worker or a really dependable person but that was actually stemming from mad insecurity that i'm i'm if i don't do those things then you won't think that i'm a hard worker you won't think that i'm um capable enough and i want to seem capable i want to feel capable you want to be seen to be i don't want to feel valued and seen as valued and if i don't do this thing for you then you won't value me and that's just a bunch of insecurity that i've had to basically keep in check and unravel um so this kind of hustle porn type thing, it, I can't help but feel that there is it, it underlying insecurity with it. That if, it's probably a lot with it. Didn't, if you didn't do that, what is left? Yeah. And just ask yourself that question of like, if you feel the need to hustle, you feel the need to, to do X, Y, Z. If you didn't do it, what does that mean? 
does that mean you feel like lesser or um, you know that you're not as as hardworking or you're not as valuable um, so yeah it's, it's like that whole thing of um, this is really abstract if an apple um, in the wood um, in the woods was to drop <laughs> does it make a sound similar to like if I was to work really hard today and I didn't shout about it or post about it mm, did it actually happen it actually happened so yeah. true but also going to like Kevin Hart briefly so I don't want to talk about him um, Netflix documentary series it's infuriating like, we only watched <laughs> a couple of episodes didn't we and then we were like no bun this but basically it's, it's still worth a watch it's I'd rooted say. in the same mentality that Will Smith has because he's spoken about it in an interview is basically people that like make it so you've you've come from a let's say a deprived background low income or you know whatever it's difficult circumstances you've made it in this like entertainment industry or whatever or let's just take it out more widely it could be anything like you're now a successful lawyer or whatever um they have like what they call like poor man mentality where they feel like their paycheck is on the brink of collapsing like they this will be the last one they ever get and there's just this constant need to work 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 spending more and more time away from your family from your kids taking on more and more deals doing more and more things because you're constantly fearful that the money will dry up and these are multi-millionaire <laughs> i know it's ridiculous when you think about it but the mentality is strong and like it's just a real shame that there's that that stuff follows you when you're come when you come from a background like that i think he even like keeps he keeps alluding to like um philadelphia and it's like i don't want to go back there and yeah. um that how he took his kids there and showed him and like he wanted yeah. to like basically put the fear in them but his kids were like all excited to be back and just like they yeah, had they a totally, oh, this looks cool yeah, yeah. they had a totally <laughs> but they different don't have, perspective but they don't have that upbringing because i was horrified when i was watching the kevin hart documentary I was like dude you've gone clear calm down now mm. you don't need to you're not going to lose the money like yeah basically <laughs> it was a documentary trying to showcase how hard he works um, not necessary he, it's basically every scene is him like in, an, in a meeting or at a shoot or um, doing press or filming something or whatever you know doing production work and every success in the documentary is him buying his friends cars or or paying for his dad's medical bills yeah. like it's like everything to do with success is framed around money how much money he can give to a certain situation and that is somehow meant to tell us that you know he's always oh, he's such a good guy because he can pay for all these things yeah and, and somehow like goodness equates to how much money you have yeah. but obviously the most generous of us and the most giving don't come from any money at all it's just about acts of kindness acts of generosity within yeah. your own means and that's what i'm saying i feel like i've learned as time has gone on like the hustle hard mentality voice i never want to hear you say that again no but basically. i'm just saying that 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 voice in my head is now slowly like being tuned out and I'm now embracing and just trying to like work towards being much more calmer and more balanced in my approach. By all means, still being ambitious and still working yeah. hard when like required, like in short sprints, but not feeling like obliged to do that all of the time. Yeah, because because again, it goes back to insecurity of like, do you just want people to think you're really accomplished, or do you want people to think you're dependable, or that you can be everything to everyone, um, or you trying to prove to yourself that if i do this if i overwork if i do an all-nighter or if i whatever yeah, I've that i've enough. that i've created you know different value i don't know that i've i've 
I'm somehow valuable. I just don't think that's healthy. Yeah, it's not. Well, yeah, hopefully you guys have taken something away from this. Um, and yeah, I guess my tip would, and I've said it two times, I'll say it one last time, come up with a nuance that works for you. Take the best of hustle culture and take the best of minimalism and tie it together in a bow and gift it to yourself. <laughs> so anything else on that list? Um, in terms of, yeah, I'll just quickly just skim through. Well, there's the 80-20 rule, which is do 20%. That's going to give you 8% of the returns. Whatever the fuck does that mean? It's Pareto's law. What? It's yeah, a business know, principle. But, yes, I'm just but saying. But whatever. Um, then there's productive procrastination. So people that like to give off the illusion of working hard, but are not really necessarily doing anything. Oh, that's actually really funny. My... <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember when we were at lunch? <laughs> Okay, basically two people were at lunch and I won't, I won't air them out. But they were talking about how they both, like, right, like they didn't discuss this at all, but they both like, <laughs> discovered about each other that they have the same approach to work where they, like, walk around acting busy. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, look like they're really, like, what do they call it? The their, Your internal brand? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Their internal brand. <laughs> internal brand where they, like, walk about, they're like, hello, hello, you know, all this, like, giving it all all that and then like just like go to the bathroom and like take breaks and like <laughs> like go on their phones and just act act up basically giving the impression that they're like really productive and they've got a really strong internal brand where everyone yeah. really loves them and they and it's not that they're not doing anything it's just that they're not doing as much as people they're think. working smart yeah and then another cool one was the problem with being in the rat race is that even if you win you're still a rat ouch just saying you're working really hard there good old little rat rat if you're to you too if you're an entrepreneur you're a rat uh, potentially i think you still are yeah you still are like you've not escaped key, it no you're, you haven't because you're you know. still racing you're still working hard like you're yeah. in there um i think that's pretty much it uh just skimming through um nat eelson is the guy that we can attribute the term hustle porn from um, and the article got picked up by the founder of Reddit, and that's why this whole oh, right. know, that's where this whole argument and conversation is stemmed from. And hustle porn is like when we're basically flexing on Instagram about how hard we're working, yeah, and how, how many things we've got because we worked hard. Yeah, he initially called it struggle porn, and then the guy <laughs> that's, that's a much better way yeah, of putting it. And then the guy from um, from Reddit, um, would, okay, and then to, like put his two cents in and called it hustle porn. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Like, just cool. Yeah. But yeah, thanks guys for listening. As I said, find your nuance. Um, and yeah. What's your nuance? I'm still working on it. Oh, fair enough. I haven't even thought of it. I'm still working let's on re- it. Let's revisit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.